Do you ever wish someone would just hand you a plan for whatever it is that you want to accomplish so that you knew exactly what steps to take? Whether it's losing weight and getting healthy or figuring out how to organize your life, starting a brand new business, or changing the trajectory of your career, there are so many times in life where it's really good to have a plan. And so today, that's what I want to talk about, how to map out your health plan for the next 12 months. Welcome to the Feel Better Live Free podcast brought to you by Thinlicious. I'm your host, Ruth Sukup, and here we'll talk about everything from the science of weight loss to practical tips for making your health a priority in the midst of a busy life. It's a little bit nerdy, a little bit funny, and a little bit revolutionary. So buckle up, friend, because it's about to get real. there, and welcome back to the Feel Better Live Free podcast, formerly known as the Ditch the Carbs podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ruth Sukup, and I'm the founder of Thinlicious and the creator of the Thin Adapted System, as well as the New York Times bestselling author of seven books. And these days, I am also pretty much obsessed with one thing, helping women over 40 create freedom in their lives by transforming their health. I like to start of think, think of it as starting a health revolution, and that's really what this podcast and honestly the whole Thinlicious brand is all about. The freedom to feel your best, the freedom to not be controlled by food addictions ever again, and the freedom to confidently pursue all your big goals and dreams because your health and weight issues are no longer holding you back. And if that gets you excited, then you'll probably like it here. We are definitely health rebels, and we are not afraid to question the status quo or do it a little differently. And yes, as you may have noticed, starting today, the podcast has a brand new name. I talked about it a little week, a little bit in last week's podcast, why I made the decision to switch up the name. But basically, what it really comes down to is this. I wanted a name for the podcast that was more in line with the overall mission of our brand, not just one single aspect of it. Does that make sense? Because even though I love talking about the low-carb lifestyle and the science behind it and how that can help you reach your health and weight loss goals, and I will keep talking about that, there's so much more to it than that. Ditching the carbs is only a means to the end. In the end, it's about freedom, about creating a healthy and happy life that you love And not just getting so caught up on one aspect of your health. It's about finding balance and freedom in all areas, including your mental and emotional well-being. So here we are. Feel better, live free. Because ultimately, that's what it comes down to. Helping you feel better in all aspects of your health journey. Whether it's mentally or physically or even spiritually. And helping you create the freedom and the life you actually want. And I can't even tell you how excited this makes me. And I hope that you are excited about it too. I hope you'll tell me whether you're excited or whether you hate it. Tell me that too. I'll be nice though. And I guess that really brings me to what I want to chat about in today's episode, which is sort of like a follow-up to last week's episode where we talked about finding clarity and how to get clear about what you really want. Because today I want to make it a little bit more granular and talk about what it actually looks like to map out a 12-month path for reaching your weight loss goals, and for transforming your health. And the reason that I've been thinking about this so much lately is mostly 
because of the live workshop that I hosted yesterday that I mentioned to you last week. It was called Healthy, Happy, and Free in 2024. And oh my gosh, you guys, we had such a huge turnout for this workshop. I think it was the most people that we have ever had for a live workshop, which was crazy. It was a totally full house. We actually had to turn people away. We've never had to do that before. But it was such a game changer for everybody who attended, just light bulb after light bulb after light bulb. And it was so cool to like actually see people having these aha moments. And in this workshop, I shared some frameworks that I've never actually shared before, at least not in this way. And I think it was just so helpful for people to see that there is actually a clear path that you can take for getting healthy. And it's it's not even that hard. But even though it's super clear and straightforward, there are some key elements to success that most people miss. And while I still think that the best way to absorb this information and act is to actually see the frameworks, not just talk about them, um, to look to actually see them in a visual presentation, I do still want to talk through some of those key elements in today's podcast episode. That said, it is not too late to get in on our encore presentation of this workshop but you do have to act quick. So if you want to join, just go to thinlicious.com happy and get registered right away. I promise it is going to be worth your time. I'm telling you, everybody that attended yesterday was blown away, like mind blown. So right now, just hit pause on this episode and go to thinlicious.com happy and get yourself registered. But okay, back to today's episode. I want to walk you through some of the key elements of mapping uh, mapping out a clear path for transforming your health so that it actually feels doable. And let me just say this. I know how important this is because for so long in my own journey to lose weight and get healthy, I didn't have that. In fact, honestly, like when I look back on my life and how long I struggled, I really can't even remember a time in the past 15 years that despite all these other things that I was doing in my life and in my business that I wasn't also struggling with my weight. It was just this constant thing in the background and I was never not thinking about it. And so I would try so hard, you know, I still had to live my life and run my business and I'd try to do all these things, right? Wear super flattering clothes and lots of spanks and find the most flattering camera angles when I had to make a video or, or be on TV or do something But I never felt good about the way that I looked. And I honestly, I just didn't feel all that good either. I was constantly exhausted. I got sick all the time. My joints hurt and I'd be puffy and swollen and have headaches almost every single day. And it was just this constant thing of not looking or feeling my best. But over the years, as my weight kept creeping up, it it really started to take a toll on my confidence. And I think at some point I, I, I got so embarrassed that I started hiding. Like I really did. I started hiding in business, started hiding life. I was too embarrassed to be in photos. And I, it just kind of got to a point where I didn't want people to see me. I didn't want to be seen. And luckily for me, as it so happened, this was right about the time the pandemic started. So I pretty much had the perfect excuse to just fade into the background. And it wasn't that I didn't try to lose weight. Frankly, I was like the queen of starting new diets. I can't even tell you how many diets I have been on over the years, literally one after another after another. But it felt like no matter what I tried, I just couldn't, could not get a handle on it. Just my weight would keep creeping up, keep creeping up. And then, you know, I kind of got to a point where I was like ready to give up. 
And then a few summers ago, this was kind of post the really bad time of the pandemic, we had made really good friends with, you know, friends in our neighborhood and stuff. And so my husband and I and these friends of ours decided to take this RV trip to Wisconsin. And we're like, this is going to be great, right? We don't, we're going to go to Wisconsin and eat cheese and drink beer and search for pie. And so that's what we did for nine days. We did nothing but drink beer and eat cheese and look for pie. Seven adults, two kids, and four dogs in an RV for nine days. <laughs> crazy, right? It was still, it was crazy. But it was also, it was a blast, honestly. But as you could imagine, nine days of pie and beer and cheese isn't exactly the healthiest diet. And I think we could literally, we would joke about it. We could literally feel ourselves getting fatter every day, right? Every day of the trip, I'm like, oh my goodness. And sure enough, when we got back, all seven of us, we got, we were the heaviest we had ever been. So we come up with our new plan, right? Our trip is over and we were like, well, we need a new project. So we decided as this group of friends to start a three-month weight loss competition, And don't get me wrong, there was nothing I love more than a little friendly competition, right? I was like, all in, yeah, this is going to be so fun. And we were so excited and we, we made our rules for the competition. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is the time where I'm really going to get serious. Like I, now I have a competition to keep me motivated, but it was hard. It was hard. I mean, first of all, life is just busy, right? It's hard to find the time. It's hard to be dedicated. But on top of that, I soon found out that my friends, as excited as we all were, they weren't like quite as maybe committed to the competition as I was, right? They were ready to go back to fireball shots and chocolate martinis and wing night and fun Ruth. They were like, Ruth, when are you going to be fun again? Um, and, And not only that, as I was doing this, I was still following the same old diet advice that I had always tried even though I had tried it a million times and it hadn't worked for me, right? Eating less, exercising more, and it just wasn't working. And so this went on for a little while, and then I had a moment, right? Something happened that shook me to the core. A few weeks into this competition, um, it was the 4th of July, and a neighbor shared a, took a photo of me and then shared it on Facebook. And I've talked about this before, but I saw this photo And it was like this moment of, oh my gosh, I can't believe that's what I actually look at like. And right, and I was shocked because I had been working so hard. And although I hadn't really lost that much weight yet, I was actually feeling pretty good, right? I was feeling like, yeah, I'm doing this. It's going to work. Something's going to happen. I'm working so hard. And, you know, someone else might have even looked at that picture and thought I looked absolutely fine. But for me, that picture was so shocking because in my head, that's not what I looked like. I remember what I looked like on that day or what I thought I looked like, and it wasn't like that. And I think everyone has their own moment. Maybe for you, it'll be listening to this podcast episode right now, but this was my moment, the moment where I knew I had to do something different, right? It had to be different. Like this is not working. And my only question at that point was, okay, what, what do I do? right? What do I do? What do I change? What do I, what has to be different? And I, and so that was the moment where I realized I needed to take a step back because all of a sudden it occurred to me that I actually have kind of a superpower. I, I'm really, really good at figuring out logical solutions to complicated problems. That's what I do in my business, right? If you know me from any of my other brands, from Elite Blog Academy or Living While Spending Less, you know that I 
create lots of online programs. I help people get their home lives organized and I help with time management and I have a process for building a successful online business. And I think my brain just kind of works in a way that makes me good at creating these step-by-step processes and frameworks that really work. And yet it had never occurred to me to do that for myself or for my health. And so that's what I did, right? That's what I decided to do, but this time for myself. And, you know, I've talked about this before too. I started digging into the science and I started learning all this stuff and I started really looking at like why people lose weight, why they gain weight, what is actually happening, reading studies, and then started applying what I was learning. And then it worked, right? I lost 40 pounds in six months without drugs, without dieting, and without making myself miserable. And not only that, I've kept that weight off now for several years because for me, there's no going back. This is the solution that I wish that I would have had so many years ago. And honestly, that is why I'm here. It's why I started Thinlicious, why I take the time to record this podcast every week, even on days like today when I am totally scrambling just to get it done. I can't not share this because it has literally changed my life in every way imaginable. I have more energy. I'm happier. My joints don't hurt. I don't collapse in bed at the end of the day, right? I dare to wear clothes that I never would have worn before. I look younger. There isn't a part of my life that hasn't been transformed, and it's too good not to share it. Because honestly, the solution is so simple. It's so simple, you guys. It's so simple. And that's what I want to talk about, okay? So what I see as the three keys to mapping out a health plan for yourself that actually works, like a solid plan to get healthy that actually works. So let's talk about it, all right? Three keys. Get ready to write stuff down. But the first key is don't don't try to do everything all at once, right? You got to take it slowly and not try to do everything all at once. And trust me, I am the queen of trying to do everything all at once. I That's what I always do. I am such an all-in person, but it's actually just a recipe for burnout and failure. And so many times I was the same way, diet after diet after diet. And every time I tried to diet, it was the exact same story, right? I'd cut my calories and I'd exercise like crazy and I'd have this whole plan and drink all the water and do all the things because that's what we do. We eat less and we exercise more because that's what all the experts tell us to do. And it wasn't until I took that step back to look at the bigger picture that I finally realized that the problem wasn't just with my diet. It was actually a whole lot deeper than that. Yes, food is obviously one very critical piece, but I had other problems too that I had never even considered before. I was expecting everything to happen way too fast for one thing. I also didn't understand how certain foods were affecting my hormones, and I wasn't focused at all on my mindset. I just wanted instant gratification. I just wanted the results. But now through my own journey and also after working with so many women in our program these past couple of years, I've actually realized what the framework for success looks like and why it works. And this framework is the framework that I call the thin adapted system. And obviously that's the framework that the TAS program is based on. But the reason it's so powerful is that it accounts for the fact that true sustainable weight loss doesn't happen all at once and it doesn't happen only for one reason. It happens in phases. And in order to be effective, each of these phases have to have a clear objective with clear milestones, and they have to address 
both the physical and emotional aspects of weight loss while also being based on proven metabolic science that actually works, right? Those are the those are the key components. You got a physical, you got the emotional, but you also have to have the science behind it that actually works. And if you take away any one of those pieces, it won't work. So in phase zero, you're not even changing anything just yet, right? And a lot of people skip this phase or don't even realize that this phase exists, but it's probably the most important because the objective of this phase, phase zero, is to both mentally and physically prepare yourself for transformation. And that's a big deal because that's ultimately what's going to set you up for long-term success. And then there's phase one, what we call in our program the acclimate phase. And the objective of this phase is to actually flip the switch on your metabolism, right? you got to get your body to become what we call thin adapted, which is kind of like if your car was running on low-grade fuel and then all of a sudden you switch it to high-octane fuel and it starts running way better, right? It's awesome. That's your metabolism working and that's the goal. So that's what happens in phase one. But that's not the end because then you move into phase two, which is the ignite phase. And how long you stay in this phase really depends on how much weight you need to lose, right? Typically, most people in this phase of our program will lose one to two pounds a week. So it could be anywhere from three to 12 months or more, really depending on on what you're trying to lose. And I think where so many of us go wrong here is that we think weight loss is supposed to happen so much faster than it actually does. And this, and I think I've thought a lot about this. And I think the reason is because anytime you're trying to lose weight, the first 10 pounds or so that you lose are usually water weight. And that's for us too, right? In phase one, you lose weight, but it's typically water weight. And that water weight comes off fast. People can lose anywhere from seven to 15 pounds in the first four weeks. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. This is working so great. But fat comes off a whole lot slower than water weight. So if your weight loss slows down, that's normal because that's what's happening because now you're burning fat, but you get frustrated because you feel like it's not working. So in this phase, you really have to make sure that you've adjusted your expectations and that your mindset is in the right place so that you're not self-sabotaging because that's what starts to happen. We get frustrated because it's going slow. We think it's not working. And then we just fall off the wagon and get off track and it doesn't work, right? So that's what happens in the ignite phase, phase two. And phase two can be long. For some people, it can be really long and it can feel really long. But then finally, there's phase three. And that's the maintain phase because and I and people skip this part too, right? Because believe it or not, your health journey does not end because you've reached your weight loss goal. And the maintain phase is basically where you stay for the rest of your life because the main objective of this phase is to establish healthy habits that you will easily be able to maintain while you continually challenge yourself to level up and to improve your health in different ways that aren't just weight loss related. And I think so so often we don't think about this, what it actually means to establish new healthy habits for life. We just go back to our old ways. But it's important to be super intentional here because the longer that you've had to establish bad habits, right, the longer you've been struggling with your weight and the longer you've had all these bad habits, the longer it's going to take to permanently replace those with new, better habits. So that's really the first key, not trying to change everything all at once, breaking it into phases and then making sure that each phase, you're not just making physical changes, but you're also dealing with your head and your heart as well. But there's another piece that's really important, and that's making sure that the physical changes that you do make are actually based on what works, not just following the same old advice. 
And that's why key number two then is to stop relying on willpower to lose weight and get healthy, right? Because often what we think the problem is, is that we just don't have enough willpower to be successful. And that's why all these diets we keep trying don't work, right? Because as women, we're really, really good at internalizing all that blame. It can't be the system that's flawed. It must be us, right? We're the problem. And I know this because I was the exact same way for so many years. I tried diet after diet after diet, Weight Watchers, the Fat Flush Diet, the F-Factor, the Cabbage Soup Diet, Green Smoothie Diet, Bistro MD, on and on and on and on, all handing out the exact same advice in a slightly different way, right? It was basically all the same thing, which came down to just eat fewer calories. But they always failed. I could never stick with them long enough to see any real results. And then I'd get so hungry that the minute I fell off the wagon, I would eat everything in sight and gain all the weight back, right? Usually, and then some. Anybody relate to this? But when I actually started to, to dive into the research, I discovered, I discovered something that literally changed everything for me. Ready for it? Weight loss is actually about how the foods you eat impact your hormones, right? It has nothing to do with calories. And nobody tells us that. And that means that the only real way to lose weight in a sustainable way is to focus on eating the right things that will impact your hormones in the right way. And again, that's not what anybody tells us to do. I mean, think about it. How many times in your life have you heard the exact same thing from literally everyone, your doctor, nutritionist, weight loss gurus you see on TV, every magazine article, all the same exact thing. If you want to lose weight, you just have to eat less and exercise more. The problem is this doesn't work. And what's weird is that we all know it doesn't work because we've all tried it over and over and over again. And if you're like most women, there's a very good chance that you have tried to diet and failed more times than you can count. And you keep beating yourself up because you think you're weak. Am I right? But here's the thing. You're actually not weak. You are human with a body that is designed to crave nourishment. Why? Because it's to ensure your survival. You are biologically designed to to crave nourishment for your body so that you will survive. And the reality is that there's actually a much better solution. It's a framework that I call the no willpower solution, and it's very simple. Step one, you have to stop focusing on calories. And honestly, this means shifting a very long-held paradigm that calories matter because they actually don't. Not really. Did you know that on a daily basis, your body requires a huge amount of energy just to function, just to keep your heart pumping and your organs working and to power your brain? I mean, I'm talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of calories. It's literally impossible to consume more calories than you are burning on a daily basis. Your body is actually creating more energy every single day just to keep your just to keep your body functioning, just to keep your organs functioning and your blood pumping and your heart working, right? Calories aren't actually the problem. So that's step 1. You got to stop the stop worrying about calories. Step 2 is to start eating the right foods, the ones that are going to help regulate and stabilize your hormones starting with your insulin. All those hormones in your body, your insulin, your thyroid, your cortisol, your the estrogen, progesterone, those are actually the things that are telling your body whether to store fat or let it go. And they all work together in a delicate balance that is far more affected by the type of food you're consuming and how it impacts those hormones 
than the number of calories you're consuming. You're e- you're eating the wrong things that are throwing your hormones all out of whack and it's causing your body to go in this state of crisis where it thinks that it needs to cling to every every little molecule of fat that's on your body. And that so that step 2 is to just start eating the right foods, right? The ones that are going to heal your hormones and stabilize your hormones and balance and regulate your hormones, not the hor- the foods that are causing your hormones to be all, all out of whack. And as soon as you do that, as soon as you start eating the right combination of foods, your hormones begin to regulate and stabilize, which is step three. And this takes your body out of panic mode where it basically starts to send out the signal, hey guys, we're okay. We're not in crisis. We're okay. And that's step four. And then this in turn is what sends the signal to your body that it needs to start burning fat, step five, right? That's what happens. You get the signal oh, it's okay, and you start burning fat. And so what's the result of this? Well, that's step six, weight loss that feels effortless, weight loss without dieting, weight loss with zero hunger and zero deprivation. It's pretty amazing. So that is the second big key to mapping out your health plan. Stop relying on willpower. But the third key really takes this concept one step deeper. It's to focus on healing your body instead of just shedding pounds. Because I think we tend to believe that the reason we don't feel good or that we're struggling with a variety of health issues, whether it's type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, inflammation or heartburn, is because we're overweight. And that's often what our doctor tells us too, right? And for so long, I thought the same thing, right? I thought my excess weight was the problem. I thought the reason I was so exhausted and that I was puffy and inflamed and my joints hurt and I'd have headaches all the time was because I was overweight and out of shape. And so I kept trying to fix the problem by dieting by treating the excess weight as the main problem. And what I didn't realize is that the weight wasn't actually the problem. It was just a symptom of a much bigger problem. And not only that, all the other health issues that I was struggling with were symptoms of the same underlying problem. And so I would diet to try to lose weight, and I would take ibuprofen for the inflammation and for the joint pain and for the headaches, and I'd drink 17 cups of coffee to have more energy, right? Not realizing that these were all symptoms was really just like putting a Band-Aid on a shotgun wound. It it was a totally superficial solution to a problem that was actually so much bigger than I realized. But then when I started doing all this research and digging into the science of what causes us to gain weight in the first place, I had this epiphany that changed everything because that's what ultimately led me to create this system and set it up the way that I have. Excess weight and weight-related health issues are not actually the problem. They are instead all symptoms of a deeper root cause. And that means that the real key to permanent health and weight loss success is to fix the root causes at the sources, right? You've got to actually heal your body from the inside out. You have to address the insulin resistance and the hormonal imbalance and the leaky gut that have created all of your other health issues, including your weight gain. And I won't say more about that right now because I've actually done a whole podcast episode just on this topic, on the root causes of weight gain. So if you want to go dig deeper after this, go listen to that after you're done with this one. But for now, just know that when you actually fix the root cause of your problems, the weight comes off, right? Your weight just comes off. Your body rebalances itself. It's super easy. So focus on healing your body, not shedding pounds. That is the third key. Clearly, I am very passionate about all of this stuff, and honestly, there's so much more I could say, but I don't want this episode to get too long, so I'm going to try to wrap things up. But I do want to leave you with this. 
Can you see how changing your focus and implementing these three keys that I just talked about could change everything for you in the next 12 months? What would happen if you stopped trying to change everything all at once like you've always done before and instead slowed down and made sure that you were not just focusing on food, but on your heart and your head as well? What would happen if you stopped relying on willpower and stopped thinking that your lack of willpower was the problem and started getting your hormones to work for you instead of against you? And what would happen if you started healing your body from the inside out instead of focusing on just trying to shed a few pounds? 12 months from now, your life could look completely different than it does right now. 12 months from now, you could finally feel free. And 12 months maybe seems like a long time. Maybe it seems like a short amount of time, but I promise you it's not that long. And I promise you it's not that hard. And honestly, that's what I want so much for you. Truly, I want it for everyone because now I've experienced it and I know how life-changing it is. So I will say this, if you want to dig deeper with me and actually see the frameworks that I just described to you, because like I said, it's a very visual presentation. There's a lot of pictures and a lot of the stuff that you can actually look at, be sure to catch the Encore presentation of our Healthy, Happy, and Free workshop, which once again, you can sign up for at thinlicious.com slash happy. Or if you're just ready to get started and you want to join TAS, you're like, I just want you to show me how to implement everything, then you can go to thinlicious.com slash system right now and you can get signed up. Again, that's thinlicious.com slash system. All right, you guys, that is everything I have for you today. As always, be sure to subscribe or follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you like to listen so you can be notified of new episodes. And then I will see you back here very soon for another new episode.